When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 699 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today in the flesh, live and in color, Ben Funky Askren. Ben scooted up to HQ at about 25 miles an hour on our little sidewalk thing. Those things are fast. They're great. I love those things. I wish those things were everywhere in every town, but uh, Austin seems to be the only town cool enough to keep them. Wait, am I... JD, am I... There's a lot of towns. How did you get up to that... uh, I jumped the stairs. No, you did not. I jumped them. All right. You don't have that kind watch of me, watch me on the way. You don't have that kind of explosion, Ben. <laughs> How did you do that? Theoretically, he could either walk the scooter up or come across by friends and allies slash ABP. There's a ramp over there. But you he came. You guys will never know. Crap! It's just like the Dake Humphrey NCAA yep. final. We'll, we may never know. We may mm-hmm. never know about it. So it's a good day for great news. I think we're gonna have some really good news today. Ben came in here with a with a tease of teases, but he doesn't know what's going on. But I don't know anything. We don't know anything. So there's maybe one thing bum, 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 bum. during this show, we'll know some it things. Is up. It's up. All right. Wait, it already happened. Just now, Iowa has announced. Wow. They are adding a women's wrestling program. It just went up. It just went out. Huge, huge, huge. That's big news. Big, big news out of Iowa City. And um, let's – can we pull up the release here? Um, so, so how soon are they going to start competing? Is it this uh, – obviously not this year, but next year? Is it two years? Well, I don't know. I think these are all questions that will be answered at a press conference well, later this afternoon. Uh, I thought you were going to read it. Yeah, well, I don't have it yet because I think they literally just hit publish on it. And uh, I don't have – do you have it, J.D.? Yeah, I'm scanning. Where is it? Uh, I'm reading it on HawkeyeSports.com backslash news backslash 2021. <laughs> oh, God. I would become first powerful well, institution that women's wrestling backslash. Dang. All right. Got it. Um, okay. So have you selected it to our buddy Tyler yet so that he can – so that the people can read it whilst we read it? Um, so very, very big news. We thought this was coming soon, and it's happening right now. And – 
you know, what does this mean for, for women's wrestling to have that first domino of the Power Five to hit? And we were, even this morning, we were talking about, hey, there's some programs they want to add, but they didn't mm-hmm. want to be first. And so I think it's... I, you know, I actually don't understand that mentality because I think you get bonus points for being first. Yeah. So look, I think I'm giving Iowa bonus points. They were first. Bonus points. And now these other teams, they, now they're just followers. I don't know why you wouldn't want to be... I, I really can't understand because it's not like you're going way on a limb with this. This is women's wrestling. There's other colleges who may not be Power 5 or Division 1, but they have wrestling. Yeah. Um, there is one other Division 1 with wrestling, which is what? Well, there's Sacred Heart Sacred and Presbyterian. Heart, Presbyterian, yes. Yep. But this is the first Power 5. Um, Gary Barta says, Our wrestling history and success make this a perfect fit. We're confident that Iowa, our women's wrestling student-athletes, will have the opportunity to compete at the highest level athletically and academically. Tom Brands had this to say, This is important to a lot of people for a lot of reasons. This is historic. This needed to happen, and it's appropriate that it's happening first at the University of Iowa. There's no greater place in the world to wrestle than Iowa City, Iowa. With our new wrestling facility, we're prepared to offer world-class training for both our Hawkeye men and women. Exciting, exciting stuff there. So I know there is a press conference later this afternoon about this. Our man Andy Hamilton. Oh, right there. There's the, there's we'll the sentence we're looking for. Was uh, they're trying? They're start competing in 2023, 24. So that's actually two more years. Got it. So probably try to get people on campus next year and then start competing the year after that. Can you imagine the recruiting class for, for that team? I, I mean, mean just there's, every, there's every, be no competition. There's not going to be any competition. Everyone's yeah. just going to go to Iowa. Yeah, I mean, not not to pick on certain schools, but there's small schools in Wisconsin with wrestling. It's like, okay, are you going to go there or are you going to go to Iowa? It's not like you're going to go to Iowa or Penn State or Oklahoma State. It's like, well, you're going to a small school or are you going to Iowa? You're going to Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's. Uh, I wonder... What I'm curious about is how soon do we see um, the other Power Fives really? Is it like, okay, within a month we're going to have another one, or is it going to be a much longer process? I mean, I wouldn't, I would, I, from what you guys tell me, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked that it happens soon. And the, the 2023, 23, 24 season is two away. So, you know, if they were to announce the next, say, even, say, three months, they're going to be able to get a team that's ready to compete by those that time frame. Yeah. Now, I wonder. How much conversation has happened around a, a coach for, for the Well, you, you, already, you already picked the best one for him. Well, I think he's a good option, Troy Steiner. I think he's the best option. Best option. Yeah. Very, very good coach, a proven coach. Have you, do you know, have you worked with, with Troy much? Yeah, Troy, Troy, started, Troy started the club that we eventually bought in the year 2001. Um, so I, start, I started going there as a senior of high school. It was called Advance. Oh. Um, I didn't realize he was in Wisconsin. Yeah, so he was there. in Wisconsin, um, and they did they did the freestyle Greco coaching in the summer also, so I was always coached by them in the summer, both ter- ter- Terry and Troy. Terry then left. Troy stayed for, he did his club for maybe another three or four years, and then eventually he got the job with Zaleski at Iowa. So, yeah, I have, a, I have a really close relationship with both Steiners. I've known them since I've been, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 years old, somewhere in there. Yeah, good dudes. Great, yeah, great people. Yeah, so you worry about them. You know, Clarissa Chun is certainly someone that's been mm-hmm. in the in the coaches' ranks who had, was a fantastic competitor as well. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any shortage of, of options. I know um, there's some, you know, D1 coaches that have thrown mm-hmm. their hat in the ring at the assistants that maybe have some interest in it. Um so I, I was so big on, I mean, you feel this way. They're so big about hiring their alumni. And obviously, to this point, there's no female alumni of Iowa. True. So, you know, it, it, I don't want to say it's limited to the males, but um, 
they're, they've always historically been big on the alumni thing. And even if you look through their assistant coaching ranks, it's almost all always alumni. Mm-hmm. So that Troy Stern would fit the bill for that. I'm curious how close the two programs will be. Like, how are they going to do a, a D1 women's wrestling season? Well, like, be separate practices, right? Well, separate practices, I know. But, like, how will, how will, like, dual competitions go? Will it just be, like, basketball? Like, the men are over here and the women are over here with their competition. Will it be, like... Back-to-back dual meets. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're thinking, so I mean, Power 5 may not think this way, but obviously if you're thinking smaller schools, you're going to do things together, right? So um, 10 people don't necessarily fill a bus. So if you have 10 people plus three coaches plus a trainer, you put 10 other people on there. You still you still have room, right? So if you're Iowa, you can go to Minnesota or Wisconsin or wherever. Um, so I think it makes a lot of sense to travel together. You know, a lot of the college coaches may see this as a distraction with males and females. I'm not sure how they're going to feel about that, but that would make a really easy ad, obviously. Well, I th- one thing I think would be a, a huge advantage if you're trying to get more interest and eyeballs around women's wrestling is, is if you had the women's duel yes. right before the men's duel while people are coming in or getting there earlier, hopefully, ideally, mm-hmm. to watch a thing instead of... If they're just on opposite schedules all the time, yeah, I think that would yes. that would be uh, counterproductive. So I hope there's, I think the yeah, you're saying like the the main Big Ten duels, uh, you know, Iowa versus Penn State's happening on Friday night. If there's a women's duel, the Iowa Penn State's going to overshadow the other duel for sure. It will, yes, yeah, for sure it mm-hmm. will. Or you can just put it in the at the beginning of it, or however you want to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot but then of, tur- tournaments also, right? You think like CKLV. Right, they already got all the. Listen, doing tournaments is a lot of work. I was doing last week and getting all the mats down and stuff. And it's like, well, so are you going to set up and, and tear down twice? Or are you going to, hey, the women are Thursday, the men are Friday, Saturday, something like that? Like that would make a whole bunch of sense. Um, I don't know if they'll do it that way. Or are you going to go, hey, there's eight mats over here for men, there's four mats over there for women. It was going to be one of those where they run side by side. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. What do you think? We were talking a little bit about. Um, the, the club scene for, for women's wrestling and, and some of the challenges. What do you think, uh, as far as building women's wrestling on the participation side, what are the challenges and what do you think like the next steps are to like yeah. to, to grow that? Yeah, I mean, I, I see it on an everyday basis because I run a club and it doesn't matter what, what gender they are. If they want to pay me to wrestle, I'd love to coach them. Um and my daughters now both wrestle. And, you know, Alex, when, when there's not another female in the room, she actively comments on it. She's like, well, but, Dad, there was only boys there today. And, like, has, uh, almost has an issue with it. Where I'm like, who, Alex, who cares who you're wrestling? Just wrestle who's ever there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have three or four. In the younger girls, we have three or four other girls. So she's always more excited when there's another girl in the room to wrestle with and participate with. And she almost always picks them as a partner, even yeah. you know, off the force it. Um, so I think that's it. And then, like I, you know, I told you, is that we've always kind of had moderate participation, meaning 15 to 20% of our class in the five through nine-year-olds is females. And then once you get older, though, man, the participation has dropped off. We've really struggled keeping very many girls. And we, we've even tried twice now with um, doing girls-only classes with a female coach, hiring them exclusively for that. I'm not done. I'm not, I haven't given up on that idea. I want to do that idea in the future. But to this point, two times it has not worked. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a battle because it is so male-dominated. And, you know, I see with my daughters, they, they want other females to be in there. And, they, you know, I think they just relate with them better. Yeah. And we don't have that yet. Yeah. Um, 
Boys and girls aren't exactly friends in elementary and even middle school. It's sort of boys got cooties they, big around. time. So do the girls too. My, That's my, what makes it so tough. My daughter Andy told me the other day that um, one of her friends Nora kissed a boy Cruz. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Cruz, you dog, Nora. Better not. <laughs> I was laughing so hard, but yes, I think Alex still thinks boys have cooties. Yeah, one pretty sure. One time during the the Natalie's practice, one of the boys in the club runs up to me, and she goes, and he goes, "This kid wants to marry Natalie," and then just runs away right away. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Pretty cute. Um, yeah. So, what's Ozzy Man Strong Boy doing? He didn't care about girls. All he cares about is Transformers. Transformers. That's, that's it. He was so obsessed. It's so annoying. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. He's, he is unbelievably obsessed with Transformers. At least Transformers is like a show and a thing you can watch. When your son is obsessed with clocks and just puts on 30-minute clock videos on YouTube, it's way worse. <laughs> I've never had that happen, so I, yeah. I can't comment. He mostly wants to play with the active Transformers, those who he has them, and he has his rescue bots. But I don't know, to a kid, it might be exciting, but I don't know if you know this, Christian. There's only two modes. There's there's vehicle mode and there's robot mode. Uh-huh. So he'll just flip them back and forth for, like, hours. And you're like, yeah, but there's only, it only does two things. It only It's robot and vehicle mode, and that's it. Well, compared to his tractors and trucks, those only have one mode. That This is true. It's the next level. It's twice as many. 100% yeah. increase. Double the modes. <laughs> so Ozzyman Strong Boy. When's he going to be in your ninjas? Do you still let him? Do you let not him? till five. Not five. till five, yeah. We're making him wait. You're not going to make an exception? No. So I do. I caught two parents lying about the age. No way. And then another one that didn't didn't admit it. So one, I, there's there's one kid that's moved to my six year old class, and his little brother jumped joined the five year old class. I said, "Oh, hey, Brooks, Roman's in the five year old class," and he said, "Yeah, but he's four. And I'm like, <laughs> and "I'm friends with the dad." I said, "Kyle, what the hell? Four year old, yeah, four year old." And then so then my guy Jax. Last year, he's really small. And so when he joined the five-year-old class, I said, I'm like, come on, dude, this, this kid ain't five. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no way. Mm-hmm. So I asked yeah, so I said, come on, dude, he ain't five, is he? He's like, yeah, I, sw- I swear he's five. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know? You're not going to ask for so the then receipt. So then he did the five-year-old class again this year. Uh, <laughs> one year, a full year later, I'm like, oh, you're... You took a redshirt year. You must, yeah, he redshirted. He redshirted five years old. It was an Olympic year after all, so that shouldn't count. That uh, shouldn't count, yeah. So, yeah, we, we have plenty of parents trying to sneak them in there early. Uh, and then one guy, Carl, just told me, I'm going to sign him up. You can kick him out if you want, but I'm signing him up. Oh, God. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Uh, five, it's only 45 minutes anyways. We, you know, we warm up with two, two moves and we play games. And yeah. Fun. So, whatever. That's fun. Yes. Okay. Go ninjas. Seriously. Well, exciting stuff. I don't know how we got there. I yeah, I do. Oh, girls, girls your and daughter boys participation, yes. To Ozzy. <laughs> Transformers, age cheating. Age cheating. Now we get to Sag Alive, I guess, maybe. No, hey, they're so. combating that. They're the what? Russia, they hired a uh, council. Really? For, for what? To stop age cheating. Oh, okay. Wait, so they're actually trying to stop themselves? Or what? Yeah. What? Uh, I think, <laughs> well, Karelin said it's, it's... They made the... Uh, so are they trying to say the that... Are, so is this... Are they trying to say, like, they're USA Wrestling and someone lied to USA Wrestling about their age? Because I always thought yeah. the Russian Federation lied to the UWW. I do not think that's it. I think it's pretty easy for these 
I don't think the Federation has to do it because I think the coaches or whatever, uh, you can kind of get whatever document you want from everything and just say, hey, yeah, he's whatever. Hmm. We'll, we'll change his birthday to the Russian Victory uh, Day. See, I thought it was a way bigger conspiracy. I thought this was the Russian Federation doing it. I doubt it. I mean, I, I'm sure they I mean, they did spot state sponsor doping. Right. So. You can't. You can't. So. <laughs> they absolutely did that. So you can't say that. Yeah, you definitely don't put it past him, but I don't think that's the actual mechanism. I don't think they're they're like, hey, this kid is is twenty, and then the federation is like, no, he's seventeen. I don't think it's as uh, simple as that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, but no, it was Alexander Karelin that said it's reprehensible that we're doing this, and it's got to really? stop. A wow. shooting has to stop. It, that was like a couple of years ago, actually. So hopefully, it does stop. I did think. Um, to be very juniors. honest, and someone who would never cheat, Gadisov, the head. <laughs> no, stop. Well, there's worse, but maybe there's better. But you know what? I don't know that he age cheated, so that's a good thing. Well, he didn't do that type of cheating, but there's other type of cheatings he did. I don't even know what you could be referring to. Just, um, take a, just put a picture of him up. And, yeah, uh, he's pretty we'll, sure. Oh, man. We'll here's, just... here's someone on PEDs. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's sliding in. You're about to see. Here's a little Legend. tree. Here he is, Sion Williams. Listen, Sion's here, and you know what? Yesterday, I asked King... I don't think you were on the show. I thought you asked him right after I, as I was getting off. I asked. I said, King G, you know Sion? He's like, yeah, I know Sion. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh. Wait, this is all cool. he's got to say? That's all he said? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know him. But he, like, he didn't even like smile, because you know you said... You ask anyone, you know, Sion, oh, yeah, I know oh, Sion, yeah, know Sion. everyone's got a Sion story, King G, no story, so when, maybe there's a story behind the story, and then I, yesterday I asked Sion, I was like, yo, I asked King G about, about you, and he said, you know, he's like, yeah, no beef, it's all good, but, you know, Sion's one of these guys, he'll just belittle you every day for, for 10 years and be like, no, we're cool, we're friends, we're buddies. <laughs> Some people think that's a way that males bond. That's his love language. That's his what love I'm language saying. is hatred. That's what I'm saying. That hatred. Come on. Sion stole the show. He hasn't even said a word yet. Sion, what's up, man? Well, thank you, Ben Askren, for inviting me. You know, CP's, you got it. Uh, CP banned me from this show. But I think the last That's time I was on, I was on was like, what, last April? And after that, CP, like, nope. he comes into the office when the studio's open. He locks the door and like, keeps me out, you know. And then next, you know, I get a letter from HR saying Sion cannot be on the show because CP doesn't like it. <laughs> Wait, Sian, thanks, Sian, man. Are, I appreciate are, it. Aren't you HR though? Oh no, I'm not HR. I'm operations. Oh, operate. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But yeah. You I know. mean, you. They need. I. I have been pitching a Sion hour for a long time now. Listen, an, an you, hour is entirely too much. Fifteen that's minutes. Because CP. Didn't, I don't know, man. Hey, listen, listen. The See? the fact is, this is on the record. You can go back and listen. I said when you came in and you went, wah, wah, whine, and someone asked about Sion, I said, Sion has an open invitation for FRL, but he would rather complain and blame <laughs> me and say, wah, 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 be a victim. CP won't let me on. You know, and there's nothing stopping you from walking that, in here. Fu- that's funny CP say that, but then as soon as we walk out the room, he's like, yeah, that's just only for ARP. That's only for on air, you know. We got, the, we got the restraining <laughs> I, I order. I can say that See, because I, I don't show want us people the restraining to order that he got on Yeah, yeah, show that letter. I, I, I'll pull it up next time, you know. Oh, next time. I, I, okay. I, I, so, I should have well, had a... Uh, um, I'm just going to ask you live then, Sion. So, we, you know, we're doing this correspondent thing, and we actually, I actually pitched you for two positions. Do you want to be an Iowa State correspondent or do you want to be a Penn State correspondent? Which one would you like to be for this? He season? likes Penn State more. I like I like them both. No, I, I'm an Iowa Stater. 
And I support my friends at Penn State. At so you, you want to be both. You want to be a correspondent of both. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a correspondent for anybody that I consider a friend or a former teammate. So do you consider Kevin Dresser a friend? I don't know him. Okay. <laughs> because we, have, we haven't really had a real, you know, we, we say hello to each other when we see see each other. You know, I don't really have a, that much of a relationship as I've never really been around them. You know, well, I think I, I did see Metcalf and St. John this weekend at the Who's Number One. Uh-huh. Said hello. Saw David Carr, who said he's going to send me some gear since I ran out of Iowa State gear from back in the days. You know, Kevin Dresser, send this man some Iowa State gear because Kill, Kill's man, got I, him all. Look, look at that nice jacket over there. See the old side Does that say Penn State? Yeah, I can't see State. I only I only have the old uh, logos. You know, I don't got nothing on the new logos, and I wear what people send me. A- apparently, Sion has a closet full of the exact same Iowa State shirt. Like ten, how many of them? I have a lot. You know. A lot. Back in well, the days when you got a lot of gear, you know. So I have a lot of the same shirts. No, it's th- that's not a lot of gear. That's you ordered the shirts for I the didn't team, order anything. and then <laughs> the box the box sat there, and you you looked around and you said, "Let me put this thing in in the back of my car, and I'm gonna load it up." Smart. That's the hustler mentality. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do to survive, you know. Oh my gosh. You got to do what you got to do. As the saying goes, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. That what what a profound. So you want to talk say. about the Hawkeyes because they just added women's wrestling. I know you love the Hawkeyes you so love much. Them. Well, you wanted to be you one. Wanted, you literally wanted to be a Hawkeye. Well, everybody makes mistakes in life, you know. You <laughs> you outgrow it and you move on. Everybody has that dark phase in their in, the, in their in their history that you know that they move on from. So that was your dark face? That was my dark face. All right, man. Well, glad to see you get on the other side. But they added women's wrestling. That's a great thing for women's wrestling. Now, I hope Iowa State adds it so, you know, then we could beat up on them in two sports. Well, <laughs> what's the other All sport? Right, uh, what's what's the, the other sport? sport? All right, two sports. All right, we're, we're up to zero so far. Track. Cross country. Iowa State. Very good cross country program. Okay. What is Iowa State good at, Seattle? I don't think they're good at anything. I mean, we're good at everything. Hey. We, hey. we just, okay, they did win this. Uh, so, did they Cy win the Cy this year? No, they won the, the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series. Yes, I think Iowa State's been winning most of the corn. The Cyhawk really? Series. They are. Well, I to, Iowa State's credit, they've gotten a lot better at football recently. Now I'm, they got destroyed this. by the Hawkeyes. I think they did not get destroyed. Dismantled. It's it's a tw- they lost by ten. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, so they lost to Iowa, um, but they're pretty good at football. Considering they used to be like the worst program. They're like one of the worst Power Five programs in football. Not that long. Stretch. That's a stretch. Iowa leads the Cyhawk eight to seven. Ooh, damn it! They've won the last two. All right, that's pretty close. That's pretty eight seven. All right. What are you excited about coming into this college season? I think it's going to be pretty interesting season. You know, you got with all those athletes that got that zero year. It's Uh going to be an interesting. It sucks for some of those uh, other guys that's been sitting on the bench waiting for their time. To get in the lineup, but now you got tenth-year seniors. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure there's probably a seven or an eight-year senior out there. You guys should do the oldest. The who is the oldest wrestler in college wrestling right now? Might yeah. be Cameron from be, Iowa. Uh, well, Michich is pretty old too. But he's he not comes, actually on a roster. Okay, well if he is, got, he I don't know. Um, we can. I don't think he is yet. But mm. I think I think Kemra might be. What's this? Oh, Kemra's old. Kemra's up there. What's this is seventh or eighth year. Kemra's yeah. up there. Uh, Michich is 25. He's in his eighth year. Could we, whatever, we, wow. we talked about that. That is, that is 
That's fantastic. <laughs> Stunning. Uh, Michael. Hey, Sion, so what is... Uh, Dusty you, Holmes actually might be the oldest. Pr- he's pretty old. Because he a mission. mission. Well, Brock mm-hmm. Hardy's coming for all of them. Because he yeah. took one, too. Tanner Hall that. is still wrestling. Uh, somehow. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I just, I just assumed he would just be a part of D1 Wrestling for all time. But, um, yeah. When, all right. So, Cameron was born in December 12th, 1996. So he's going to be 25 this year. So yeah. Meech is older. Meech is older. Yeah. Um, Cameron's, what, a six-time All-American? No. Is he like, is he I gonna think be, fa- Is he going to be the first six-time Division I All-American? Well, he's, four, he's four already. With he placed the, with in the year. 17. Um, and, the, and the current year. And then he placed 18. He missed 19. Corona year. Last year, so he's a four-time AA and currently. Technically, no one can have more than five years of eligibility if they have. It would have been other redshirt years, yes. Olympic or injury or whatever. Yeah. Sian, um, what does uh, what does Penn State and your your buddy Kale need to do to upset Iowa this year? Because last year they just couldn't get it done for the first year in a while. They need a good twenty-five pounder mm. to not give up major points. So, have you sent any gifts to Nick Suriano? I, I have no I, I know nothing about that. You know he doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> I hear the I hear the same rumors you do, so I I can't comment on things I don't know. Because what would you do if you were next, Soriano? If if I was Sion, I would I would uh, drop an NLI from Flow Sports. Only if he goes to Penn State does he get it though. Oh, okay. All right. What would you uh what, what if you could promise him some comic books? There you go. Comic book sponsorship. But if Soriano wants to win a national title, he's already got a team. He's already got an individual title. He wants to win a national title. That's the best place to go. Yeah, you think so? He's got to decide pretty soon because Penn State has now started college. Or would he not be able to second semester? He could do second mm-hmm. semester. That, that was always the if plan. he wants to win a team title. Man, what a reunion that'll be! That would be wild. Will they throw? Up, will they throw a parade in Happy Valley? That's why they call it Happy Valley. Maybe they just ma- throw parades. Maybe he's matured a little bit, and he realized he doesn't need to train that hard, and he's ready to go be coached by Kale. Do you think? Do you think that's the thing he realized he needs to not train as hard? Well, that was—I mean—that was the initial contention was that he said they didn't go hard enough, and you know he's matured. He's been on this journey, and maybe well, that's one of the things that he's came to the conclusion of. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he could say they don't go hard enough because they're winning. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm saying. But this is I, I struggle with people because some people say like, I heard they don't do this or they don't do that. It's like, listen, whatever they're doing, that re- that that recipe's right. That recipe's been killing it. They got eight national titles, so yeah, whatever they're doing's working. Stick with it. Yeah, I th- I think it's been a little too much of a swing the other way, like. People just think they roll up and have 45-minute practices and half of it's dodgeball. It's like, it's not that. It's not like two times a day, super hard, intense conditioning, super yeah. hard live wrestling every day, lots of drilling. Like, it's not that either. It's like somewhere in between. And We, that, we, we know that doesn't work because that all that does is burn kids out and yeah. get them hurt. Um, when well, you some do that coaches still figure that out. When you yeah. do that two-a-days, you know. Your own teammates take you out before you get to the before you get to the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too. Uh, it's, I mean, at that point when when Kale and these college coaches get them, they've had so many reps and drills in them. Like really, it's, it's probably more of a process of. Hey, I didn't want to pick it. on King G, but he called Cody Kyler yesterday. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt him. But I don't, you know us. We hey, would King never G, correct. It's been a while. We ain't talking since he was up at Iowa State, you know, when he was up there for a little while with the Paulsons. Man, we, I don't think we got any beef, man. Do we got any beef? This, did King G actually go to Iowa State, or was he just, like, hanging out training some wrestling? We, and how good was he? Well, <laughs> he came up there like he he was training in the freestyle club in the Cyclone Wrestling yeah. Club. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, that was right when I left, so I can't really say how good he was. I wasn't in the room when he was there, you know. Got um, that he got there what 2012, I believe, and I was separated from Iowa State at the time. Separated. Wait, well, I thought he was there earlier. Because no, 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 he had to be earlier because he knew no. King. Well, he knew King Mo also, and King Mo didn't wrestle in 2012. But he knew King Mo from like international. So what you think like when King Mo was in Russia, he went and saw him or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Got it. From the Russian days. Okay. Mm. Um, and he knows all the flow people from when they used to go overseas and he used to hang out with a lot Bader of and Joe, Joe, and, and, yeah. Joe and those guys. Okay. Mm. When you when you were practicing with the team, who were some of your partners? Did you ever get to roll around with, with, with Kale? Nah, man. I was just a practice dummy. Well, I know. That'd be perfect. I, 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 was, I was just the, the guy, you know, that goes out there and, you know, they need somebody to shove across the mat to wipe off the sweat. That was me. Your ankles look very pickable. They're very, very much pickable. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, as I they say, like it I, takes one to know one. You know, I never said, I'm, I'm never going to say I was a good wrestler. I'm never going to say I was a decent wrestler. I'm the guy that, you know, I always tell people, and they're like, oh, you wrestled Iowa State. Like, you ever hear the same bench warmer? I sat on the bench, and when the starter came on, came off, off the mat, I moved over so he had a warm spot to sit down on. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. So I, I was literally the bench warmer. That's okay. That's more, but then more again, than I can say. When they had recruits and they needed to take somebody to go to a party and show them a good time and sign. <laughs> so, well, you know, no. we, we all we all have our spots. What went wrong when Ben Askren visited? They never but, they never invited me. Chris Bono came in the van. And I said, hey, I want to come to Iowa State. This is, tr- this is a true story. I know the story. This is a true story. Uh-oh. Well, I was at the OTC with the Paulsons. I know the story. And he, he came in the van. Like a no time. <laughs> and he said, I said, hey, what are you coming to Wisconsin? I really want to go to Iowa State. And he said, what, you, what have you done? I said, I won two Wisconsin State titles. He said, Wisconsin sucks. And he, <laughs> and he walked away. <laughs> ben did not come on a recruiting trip. <laughs> and I did not go on a recruiting trip. So you didn't? I, you, threw, I went home. I threw all my Iowa State shit away. So you had it? Yeah. yeah. I was a huge Kale fan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Max I mean, came. Max came. My brother came, and then my dad accosted Bobby Douglas about that behavior. And then I had to take his dad out and <laughs> show him a good time on the town. Oh man, good time in Ames. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Uh, so it's so, good. I'm glad it happened. I had a great experience in Missouri. I don't know. Only, only just the two Hodges. <laughs> See, if he went to Iowa State, he might have had four. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never we'll know. Never know. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. Man, it's so funny. So mm-hmm. you, you just, uh, all right, so they. So, you know, so, Max came on the trip, and, uh, you know, Bobby calls me. I was like, we need to show the dad a good time. I'm like, I was working at Bridgestone, just got done with a 12-hour shift. It's like, man, I got to work tomorrow 12 hours. Like, can you come take him out? Bobby was still working you even after you were done with yep. the No, I was still with that. I, I still helped out <laughs> up until then. So I came, and I went out on the town with Ben's dad. <laughs> oh God! And then you, and then you oh, did. A, then you worked a tw- you worked a twelve at Bridgestone making tires. After that, I don't make tires. I work. You made the what tires. Was he, was he, was, he was in the office, white yeah. collar. No, I think I was working in the scene. lab, like testing rubber. Got it. Dang. Um, Do you have a I was laptop? a chemical tech in the lab at well, that time. That year, did you use a lot of Erlenmeyer flasks? No. Okay. 
So, Sion, who was the recruit? So, I'll tell you mine. Who was the recruit that you missed out on? Because I hosted Franklin Gomez, and when he left, I thought this dude's coming to Mizzou. He loves it. He had a great time. And the son of a gun went to freaking Michigan State. Rosho came. He left with the fake ID we gave him to go to the bar. (laughs) Um, Yes. I got mine at Wisconsin on my recruiting trip. He he left with that fake ID. You don't Um, drink. He still need to get in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Troy Letters. You missed him? him? Yeah, I think, yeah, we had a house party for him. Okay. He didn't stay. Dang. Um... But what was, was there one that you thought, like, this, this dude, he's, he's coming. He's coming. He's we thought Rochelle was coming. You thought Rochelle, okay. Yeah. Then John Smith told him he couldn't. Probably. <laughs> you, you're not allowed Letters to go to Iowa coming. State, dude. I don't know what you're thinking. Because I think Letters came in with Harry Lester. Oh, that was, that was a good group. Yeah. Yeah, you know who else they had? And that was probably one of the reasons that Elsa didn't recruit me. Well, they oh also gosh. had um, they also, Kenny Cook. Remember him? Kenny Cook came. So, yes. wait. Troy Letters. I Corey think Harry Lester on his trip it was Troy Letters, uh, Harry Lester, and I think it was Corey Cooperman on on that on that trip. That's we uh, those guys in, and Gallic came in the week after because we thought we had Cooperman, so Gallic was like gonna come came in the week after by himself. Mm, wow! And then Cooperman, well, we all know he went to Minnesota. But you got Gallic. Oh we my God! Wait, I forgot I, Cooperman went there. Yeah, I definitely forgot that. Yeah, we thought we had him. We thought it was yeah, a done he did. Deal. You're right. That how, was class how long was one. he there? Not, not, not even a year, Minnesota, right? Minnesota, he was only there for like a, year, a semester. A semester, yeah. Dang. Then he went to Lehigh. Mm-hmm. Then he tried to come back to Iowa State. He did? Y'all told him nah? We already had Gallic. Okay. But we, we thought we had Cooperman, you know. Like, man, we had Cooperman, um, Harry Lester, and... and, and like, Harry Lester would have been good if you guys could have kept him wrestling folk style. Yeah. He was a man. Yeah, I never watched him wrestle, folks. So I That's he not his good. name anymore, though. He doesn't go by Harry, right? What does he go by? His name is actually Justin. Justin, Justin. yes. That was it. That's it. Justin. Which we actually booked him like our, he was going on a trip, and the travel agency booked him as Harry Lester, and that's when it was like, everybody was like, his name is actually Justin. He has nothing that says it was uh, Harry. <laughs> so that's literally nobody really knew his name. Wow. Mm. Man of mystery. Okay, did you, hey JD? Did you ever meet Sion? Um, you know, you're from the Greater Ames area, as as my it were. My roommate is a uh, club coach. Yeah. You were Dwight his Henson. club coach. Dwight Henson was Dwight his Henson. club coach. My roommate. Oh, okay. Mm. So you did know each other. Yeah, we did. Come back. I didn't really meet you in college. At least I don't think I did. Well, no. I, I feel like there was a time or two. Well, see, when you were in college, he JD. He what year were you born? Yeah, J.D. Yeah, he might have been in his dad's nutsack when you were in college. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Must you be so That's good. where it comes from, Christian. Okay. I don't know if you know that. Uh, yeah. hey, There's hey, a hey. lot of things that are, that are facts. It doesn't mean it needs said. <laughs> my gosh, that's not a rational. Speaking of what he that, just that's said. That's some Sion behavior. And, and how is he it brings up, he's a bad influence. This is why I can't have him He's a bad influence. get chastised and he doesn't. I'm you know, chastising. You, know, wait, 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 you watch him be chastised. You know what? A lot of people have been asking me, man. Hey, hey. Oh, here we go. Um, Ali and Ben Askren, like, they cuss nonstop. Why can't you go on? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't drop any F-bombs, and you were telling stories about prostitutes. Yeah. I, no, I did not use the word prostitutes. You're now. I, I, I said service girls. <laughs> There's a difference. What services do they provide? Don't answer that. <laughs> J- JD, what year were you born? 97. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, when, yeah, that's when you were in that, college. I was in college and that's when I was discovering the bars. <laughs> that's when I was starting to make my name and names, you know? Yeah. I'm oh, really? Did your name yep. still ring out? Hey, you know, like, 
I think there was not a fraternity. Like, we had recruits, whatever fraternity part. I could get in every fraternity house. I think they referred to me, they used to refer to me as the universal frat brother because I was cool <laughs> with every fraternity and, like, every party I could go to. Like, so we used to show up like, hey, Sion, where's the party at tonight? All right, let's go check out this frat house. So we used to go from frat house to frat house. Dang. Dang. I used to have one fraternity used to have what they call beach bash in the middle of winter where they filled their basement with sand. That was always the best one. That sounds ridiculous. Uh, it, it, it was fun. How do you get the sand? If you, I don't care. And if you dressed as if you were going to the beach, you, when you left, you were going to be like gonna snowing be so outside cold. and girls be yeah. running around in bikinis. It was the best one. Only ever. big old Iowa girls, though. <laughs> this talking about a guy that comes from Wisconsin. <laughs> I stole a girl That's from a lot Kansas, of cheese they eat up took there. Took her back home. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, so, oh I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. We, we love all the states here. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Well, um, I don't know where to go right now. I mean, Sion's <laughs> here. There's, there's never. A, well, I, he eliminates. I'm waiting all on this news that I'm thinking is coming, but nothing's yeah, happened. Ben yet. is a legend. They love to news dump us. The University University of Iowa has. Um, they were looking out for us, whether it's intentional or not. We don't have to wait till next Tuesday to talk about this on FRO. We're able to talk about the the biggest. I have a hard time believing there's going to be any news bigger than. Iowa adding. That's pretty damn big news. That's pretty freaking big. It's pretty big. So I asked whether the D1 schools actually have girls wrestling. Sacred Heart and Presbyterian. You know, that's kind of a shame that none of the other big schools that actually. Well, I think they're going to start now. What we were saying before the show is a lot of schools are like, they don't want to be the first, which to Ben's point, I think it's an advantage to be first. Yeah. Yeah. So it's such an advantage. I mean, you think about if Iowa. I don't even know if they'd be allowed to start recruiting. I, I mean, I don't know if they're sanctioned by the NCA, you know, Iowa women's wrestling sanctioned mm-hmm. by the NCA. But if they're allowed to start recruiting and it takes, say, six months for the next program to be added, in that six months, you could have almost all of the good talent gobbled up for the next couple of recruiting classes. Gobbled. Literally. I mean, because they're not, they're, they're all, I mean, the other thing, they're, if they're not under NCA regulation, they're going to have unlimited scholarships, essentially. I you know, as many as they can fundraise. rules. Well, if, if women's wrestling is not a sport, how can they be? I guess that's true. Right? They can't be. Okay, I want to do a question, um, promote a question from a friend to earlier in the show. Okay. Um, because I've been thinking about this one a lot. So, criteria over OT. Well, this is a smart guy. Uh, he asks, under truth serum, does Kyle Snyder admit he's mad that Sajalayev is the only Russian competing in Oslo? By only Russian, oh. only Russian Olympian. Being Oslo. Well, that's I a think great question. A, first of all, that's an correct, very interesting question. Yeah, he's a, he means medalist. Nafanov. Um, Nafanov, no. bronze. But we know what he's saying. Dave's going to kill Nafanov. Yeah. You know what yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh, get it. So I think, as I was thinking about this question, um, one, if you know Kyle Snyder a little bit, I think it's kind of obvious that he... I think he would be... I think it's the opposite. I think he would be more bummed if he wasn't able to go if Sajalayev wasn't there because I think Kyle's in a really unique one he's not like a um some three-time all-american that's just trying to get their their title he's got his titles he has won the Olympics he's a two-time world champion he has a win over Sajalayev so right now he has the super super unique opportunity that very few wrestlers ever get where you get to measure yourself not against a, a great one of the greatest ever. Yeah. Jordan Burroughs has been at this since, you know, 
2011, he's never had the opportunity to wrestle a goat level guy. Other, I mean, he himself is yeah. one, but it's something that very few wrestlers get. And Kyle gets to measure himself against the best of the best and someone who is on a trajectory to be the greatest of all time. Yeah, and you get to see your wrestling progress. So against this I think guy. I could answer this one probably the best because yeah. I came up short so many times in Chris Pendleton, and. While, while he was there, I was always excited for the next thing because I always thought I was going to get over the hump. Now, I, I did one time in, in uh, Iowa State, actually, Big 12s, yeah. Big, Big 12 and, but so I, been doing I was excited. You could have been doing it in front of a crowd, Ben. Exactly. You could have been doing it if you had Well, they State. didn't want him. <laughs> I will tell So, what, but when he was gone, I was also excited that he was gone. Like, okay, cool. I don't have to deal with that dude anymore. That dude is annoying. He beat me seven times. F him. Um, but then when, like, by the end of my senior year, when I was killing everyone and having success, it's like I had felt like I had progressed greatly. And it was kind of like I wish I could wrestle him again in folk style to see how it goes. Because I sure think I'm going to beat him right now. I can't prove it because we didn't do it, but that's how I felt, you know? So it's like... Sounds like that's a match of flow. <laughs> Not think, anymore. Did, did, Not did, anymore. Did, 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 did he just put out a challenge? Did you just put out a challenge? I said my senior year in college, so if we can somehow put us <laughs> back in 2007. So, so like, I felt multiple ways, right? I was excited while it was happening. I wanted the challenge. When he was gone, I was excited he was gone. And I didn't have to deal with his ass anymore. He was gone. And then, but then it was like, now that I'm killing everyone, I want, I, I would love to have this challenge one more time to see if I can get it back because I feel like I made this great progress. So I, I felt multiple ways about the same situation. Yeah. I think one of the uh, one difference is at that point you had not won NCAA's, right? Yeah, that's so you true. were still that's you true. were still in pursuit yes. of that something that and, and Kyle has those those titles and he's also beaten him. What you had also beaten Pendleton yeah, at one that point. time, so it is pretty similar in, in that way. Um, I think I think it's great that he's going. I think Kyle's the kind of guy that pro, pro, I'm not I'm not acting like I know Kyle all that well, but I've listened to him talk a lot and kind of understand what he's about and. I think he probably would prefer that he's there. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think at some point there there would be something, even if he would admit it, where it'd be like, and so what, how many things he's lost three times? So he, he won, won in 17, he lost in 18. No, he's only, he's only he lost, lost in 18, and then he didn't wrestle him in 19, right. and he lost in 21. So, so at some point it'd be like, I can't get over the hump against this dude. This sucks, you know. And there, there'll be that like depression phase unless he gets over the hump. But if he loses, say, this year or next year, and it's four in a row now, he's gonna be like, it will weigh on him very heavily. Yeah, yeah. So, what? When? When is that kind of tipping point from where I can get him, I can beat him, and like compare your your confidence yeah. levels with with Chris. You know, as you well, I, I convinced myself I was going to beat him every time, and you know, again, maybe that's obviously I only won one of eight, but you know, one went to overtime, one I was winning in the third period, another one he won in right. There a lot of them. There was two, maybe there's maybe two that weren't really all that competitive, but there's a lot of them that were. So it was like I'm I'm right there. I'm literally right there. You know, like you know, my first match. If I don't get cradled, I win. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Um, and with so I think he's gonna need to be a little closer than he was at the Olympics this year. Otherwise it's gonna be like, damn, what do I do? Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. I also think, you know, the his window I, I think over time he's gonna he's gonna be narrowing the gap as as Sagilaev ages. You know, he's got the Kyle has the advantage of, of youth in this in this rivalry. But we really think. don't know how old Sagilaev actually is, is it? I mean 
Like, well, is I'm, he way past what we think, or is he just I, a little bit? I, he's, I think he's going to turn 28 in uh, but October. That's, what, that's what they say is. No, that's not how old they say he is. They say he's younger than that. That's yes. what I'm saying. They say I'm him saying. and Kyle are a similar age. Mm-hmm. They say yes. he's actually younger than Kyle, but that's okay. that not But you think that's incorrect? I believe that is incorrect. Somebody somebody Google the birth certificate. But Cedric Live hasn't really – well, so he slowed down a little bit this year. We were watching the Russian. He had the close match. Was it Russians or Europeans or something like mm-hmm. that? So there was a little bit of slow because a few years back he was just 10 10 owing freaking everyone. everyone. Right. Say bye, though, Sion, if you're going to go. All right, I got to go start my team meeting now. So and where can, people follow, where can people follow you at, Sion Williams, on Twitter? What's your, what's your OnlyFans account? OnlyFans? I don't have one. What? <laughs> Not what I heard. But uh, my Twitter is uh, at C-O-N-W, C-Y-O-N-W. That's easy. That's easy. All right. I'm a simple person. Once again, Ben, thank you for having me on the show. You got um, it. <laughs> Here we go. Fans, I probably won't get to see you all again for another year until Ben's back in town and Christian locks the door as soon as I go out. Oh, my um, gosh. The drama queen. The, ne- the next time I'm on, I'm going to have to bring that contract he sent over for me to sign, you know. And, bring uh, it. We'll put it up. I'll have Tyler in the control room, you know, get that up on the screen, you know. You do that. All right. All right. Thanks, Sion. Thank you. All right. The one and only Sion Williams. JD, lock that door. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, hey, my my friend Kyle sent me a quick message, and he wants to say. Kyle Snyder? Not Kyle Snyder. Uh, But the ninja's age, age, age. He's listening to the show. Okay. He said, uh, he said he put the correct age in the system. I just didn't catch it, so it was my you fault. You didn't catch it. <laughs> I think that I think he's clear. I think that he's clear. Him. He's good. This kid's really cute. It's great. Cute kid. <laughs> Man, four year olds. Holy cow. They're very funny at that age. They're hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Very funny. Okay. So uh JD, what do you think? Do you think uh Kyle wants Sagilive there or no? I think he probably does. Uh no, I sure as hell wouldn't, but I, there's a reason I'm not a world Olympic champion. So yet, that's true. Yet, yet, as we said, I'm still young. Yeah, you're still very young, 97. So yeah, I think I I really do think he wants to wants to wrestle him again. Yes. Also, yeah, I mean, because well, the, the other the other connotation is if if he beats him, and he would probably have to do it multiple times. But if he were to beat him, say the next. It, 20, we're in 21, 21, 22, 23, 24. Safer be, he's going to go down as the GOAT, right? Yeah. I mean, if you beat Sedgelive that many times in a row, so there's also that to add to it because if you beat him, it there's so much tied with it. If Sedgelive were to lose, do you think he would take some time away and come back? Or what do you think? I think he want. I mean, I think him wrestling here when no one else is is to me saying like he realizes that he's going to be one of the greatest of all time and he wants to you know get all those titles yes uh hold on oh right. do we have the do we have the Let's news yet it click it also such lives there not that snyder thinks this way but i would think this way Besides, gives you a built-in excuse not to win hold on. doesn't go you better freaking win if you're kyle snyder all right, go ahead, Ben. I don't know. What this it's is. The, the SEC put out an announcement, uh, but I don't even know what it means yet. The, the presidents and chancellors have voted to confirm that each SEC university has now the discretion to determine criteria and methods to provide educational-related benefits and academic awards. So that means they give more scholarship than, or is that is that uh, limiting scholarships or something? 
Because that would be crazy because that means they give as many scholarships as they want. I need to look up this decision. Alston versus NCA. Yeah, I have no idea what Let's that see. means. And Alston. how does how does that impact wrestling? Well, because if they could give as many scholarships as they want. All, just, there's no teams. Okay. Well, Alston, the, is, the Supreme Court the affirmed the lower Big court's ball. injunction of NCA rules that restrict education-related benefits to Division One basketball uh, and bowl division. Yeah, that's what that means. It means they can give it. That's what it feels like it means. Right, so what's that mean for wrestling? What's that got to do that with it? Mizzou's got 17 scholarships. What's oh. up now? Really? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm guessing. Let me let me find out. All right. Well, this. Just you guys keep talking. I'll, I'll we'll do my keep, research. We'll keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, ben, I ordered you tacos. Yeah, where's my damn tacos at? Oh, hold on. I've got a notification uh -oh. from Uber Eats. Um, they're preparing our order. They want me to yeah. come on, Uber Eats. Get these damn tacos here. Nine twenty-five is the ETA, so that should that should be perfect. They'll be nice and cooled off. By okay, the time hold on. I'm trying. I'm trying show. to get the answer here. All right. Well, what if Mizzou got seventeen scholarships? That would be a huge. With Jesse Ma Jesse Mendez, go to Mizzou already. Damn it! You can give him two scholarships. Uh, listen, I'm, I might give you an NIL deal. Am I breaking rules right now? I don't know, but the NCAA can't sanction me. Feels like you're. What What do they do to me? NCAA, what are you gonna do? You well, you you would be considered. Uh, what is What is it? Someone a donor a, or booster or something? Yeah, because you're or a prominent alum. Prominent alum. Are you prominent? I don't know. Maybe. I find. I think you probably would. But the NCAA can't sanction me. I have real businesses. That's true. Yeah, I could give Jesse Mendez like twenty thousand dollars and just give give me four camps for the next whatever many years. Yeah. Never I, know. Hey, I I'd do that for half. <laughs> I do I do eight camps for ten. So just think about it. Eight camps for ten. Hmm. Mm. I will consider. It, it, it's a lot it's to a wait. Good deal. Buy but him, but buy you would have to go and score points for Mizzou at the NCAAs. Yes, that's yeah. going to be the tougher part. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I don't know. If we're gonna have eligibility issues, skill level issues. That's the first one. Okay, that's gonna be the first one. Got it. Um, breaking see. in that lineup. What's what? What is, what is Missouri gonna do with their um, starting lineup next year? You have any intel? So up to uh, no, I don't. All right, he's he's. I'm trying to figure this out. Sorry. I know he's. This is like Schefter on uh, ESPN. I, I know. I am too. I'm reading the. You're trying to read about what is it? So what are you finding over there, JD? The Elson decision granted universities. Uh, yeah, we need we need a legal team. Where's our legal with team? With uh, the opportunity to provide student athletes with additional education related benefits such as computer science equipment and musical instruments, along with direct financial support in the form of academic achievement awards up to the legally established maximum of five thousand nine hundred and eighty per year. So that's what he he's uh, I so up to five thousand. That means so are, they can give him an extra six thousand on top of the scholarship, I guess. And then is that not counted against their scholarships for what? What are they I believe so for for academic achievement awards. Wow, wild. Okay, so like oh, so maybe that means so maybe that means so I know a certain athlete. I think Peyton Mako, I believe he had some extra scholarships from other people, not from Mizzou, because he was like. 4.2, whatever, nerd, nerdy stuff. And uh, and he could not accept those scholarships because it would have went above whatever the limit was. So maybe, maybe that's what it means. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. But this still just says up to that. So it could go, uh, it looks like it's 6,000 above whatever the scholarship is. Okay. Um, next. Okay, each semester... 
you can earn an extra 3000 It's up to the school how they will award it. Beyond the scholarship. Okay. Yeah. So a little extra money. I, yeah. So that's good. But it's only for – this only applies to SEC, Missouri? SEC. So that's only Mizzou. <laughs> Tremendous. Are the, are there, I, what I believe this will follow suit. Hey, listen. So great. It is also, also like hilarious that the SEC is paving the way with like <laughs> – they have, because they're like, give us every advantage. Hey, they have elite academic institutions, JD. I don't know what you're going to say about the South. Don't say anything bad about the South. The South yes. is an elite. You better academic not. Institution. I, I, you are not. They young actually man. call Alabama the Harvard of the South. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think they do that. those words have ever been used until today. So that's a uh, that's a brand new word combo for humanity. Next question. Um, we're kind of all over the place. That's, all over the place. But I, this question was something that I've been thinking about this morning as well when it got texted to me uh, from uh, Michael Novak, who's a prominent Iowa wrestling fan and message board legend. He's not offering extra scholarships to people, is he? He's NL not, ideals. Not at this point. But who's, who's to say? Um, if they both retired today, whose wrestling career would you rather have, David Taylor or Kyle Dake? I thought this answer was easy, but apparently it's very split. Wait, say that again. Sorry, I was not. Who's, if you could retire, if you could have, if both retired today, wow. Wrestling uh, why, why would, would it be easy? Have? I mean, so essentially, so here's, here's what you're taking. Here's what you're taking. Do you value the Olympic title that much more than a world title? And if so, do you value four NCAA titles that much more than two? Well, I would say he has all of, David Taylor has all of So you want things. David? Yes. But you don't have the four time NCAA championship. Let me paint a picture. No, I don't. But I am a four-time NCAA team champion. That doesn't. That's bull. No one cares about that. No one. Care, you wouldn't have cared if you had. I mean, it would have been nice, but it wasn't because of me. I can only score so many points. I'm only. It would have absolutely class. been because of you, if it had happened. I would have really loved for that to happen, but I do not count that to my like individual resume. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't honestly think it's a, a factor, like a, a huge factor. It's just part part of it. I mean, you guys no, should put no, a no, poll no, up. No, no, put no. a Twitter poll up on on your. I don't think it should Twitter. be part of it. A team title? When I don't you're, think so, when you're the main Well, like, team. we're asking whose individual career do you want? Dude, yeah. what would be more... All right, all right. Okay, hold on. Let, T- take the team titles yeah, out of it. Yeah, I think the team titles out of it. Do you want the Olympic title? Because they both have two championships of the world. David's happens to be at a world... Uh, or sorry, Kyle's happens to be at two worlds. David's had one of them and the Olympics. Uh-huh. But they're essentially the same thing, right? They're so, not. But they, but, they, but they really are. From a competitive standpoint, they are the same thing. Okay, now one has more prestige because of the other things around it, but then Kyle has two more of the NCAA titles. Now, David also has two more hot trophies because Kyle doesn't have One more hot trophy. Sorry, one more, yes. Um, That's kind of thing what it breaks down to. I I Actually, I would be very curious if you put a poll on your website or Twitter what it would turn out to be. Well, I think it would uh, would get a little noisy because I think people would say, well, who would win in a match? And I think that's obviously a very different discussion. But – NCA World Olympic. That's like the things you want to have. I also think you also want to beat the guy. All and right, dig hold to on. That well, I wish we could take turns here. All right. Yeah, so, and you've also beat think, the guy. That's a that's that you, counts a lot. That's what's really it for me. So, like, so you would take Jaden Cox's career over both of them because of the head to head. Well, Jaden's got two worlds, and he's got. Well, first of all, I think I might go David. Well, Jaden still doesn't have. The four NCAs. Yes. He's got three. three. But the four NCAs is so prestigious because this is something you look up to in America, and there's only been four of them ever. Mm-hmm. So and this is something. Only one at four different weights. Only one at four different weights. 
So I, I just think it's a little. The four different ways thing. I actually don't get as excited about it as some people. Yes, I don't do. either. Um, I don't either. But it's kind of a cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's, it's very. It will definitely never happen again, in my opinion. I'm very curious to see what people will say. I think people will pick David, but. But they also, if you put a, who who do you like more, David's going to win that in a popularity contest by a long shot. I don't know, man. David. David's going to win in a popularity contest over Kyle. Absolutely. Maybe so. Well, he has, well, one, he wrestled for Penn State, which has. That helps. So let me, let me, whose wrestling career would you rather have had? Can you imagine how fun it is to wrestle your entire career for the rock tour that was Penn State wrestling for those four years in yeah, Rec Hall? That's cool. That is a really cool thing. And to be winning NCAA titles, not only as an individual, but as a team, that is really cool and really fun as well. And then you go on. He hasn't lost since 2017. David, okay? yeah. David Taylor. But so, Didn't I mean, compete for a year. Actually, kind of too, because 2020, a little he was shake in there too. He beat Miles Martin. So, but the other thing with but, yeah. Kyle, Kyle, we're, we're, so we're basing, if Kyle wins the Olympics this year, so he wins one more match, then he lost. Right. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. If he wins one, then you're saying Kyle very clearly because he has an extra title and he has the four over the two. So if Kyle wins one more match, you're saying it's very evidently Kyle. So you don't act like it's obviously David. Two more matches because he would have to be have won the match he lost that he was tech falled in and then have to beat the guy who beat the guy who tech falled in. Okay, so fine, fine. So it's not one match, it's two. And yes, if Dake had won the Olympics, then it's Dake, right? It's Dake, yes. But it's, so I don't think it's that obvious. Well, well, it is obvious because he did not win. It is obvious. I mean, it's not. Who did who did David wrestle in the finals? Hassan Yazdani Chirati. Yeah, he's good. I agree. Um, I said they're both at eighty six. Cal Dake won. Okay. This is a good point. But that was what before, is what is the record, Christian? What's the record? How many? Well, is it who, seven? It's it's not close. It's would you rather have the it's whose career? It's not who would win. It's not who. I understand, win. but if that, that factors in, if you if you're picking, if you're saying I get these two things, and one says I've beaten this dude so many times, and the other one says I have lost to this dude so many times, and I'm picking between the two, that is absolutely a factor. Yes, a huge factor. Huge factor. How they can always say, yeah, you got your Olympic title, but. I've owned you. Okay, all right. Well, if you had won the you Olympics... You had to go up because you couldn't beat me. If you had won the Olympics, would you have rather had a uh, Chris Pendleton's career or your career? Chris Pendleton never had any world-level success. I, I know. So it's way different. Well, it's way different, but it's like the college and the... And Chris well, didn't have four titles. I, I had as many as he did. Yeah. I So I'm saying... I'm not saying like that's the biggest factor. So, I mean, if Kyle was like a one-time champ and like a world team member and he had seven wins... Obviously, that one that one line item is not going to weigh out, but their their numbers are obviously they're similar, right? You're you're picking which one you value more because Kyle's got more NCAA titles, he has more wins over David, and then he also has you know I know you're saying it's not the same thing, but a world level title they're equivalent. They're both at two. Look for the record, I would go David Taylor's career. Because people outside of wrestling care much more about Olympic title than a world wrestling, I'd, I'd be taking my gold medal down to Sixth Street and saying, "Look, I'm an Olympic champion, partying." It's a little different with the yes world. JD title. just thinks about things and how it would enhance his partying. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm not a world and Olympic cha- a world and Olympic champion. But that's also why I pick David Taylor's career because you say, "Hey, I'm an Olympic gold medalist." Everyone outside of wrestling is just. Oh, that's awesome. They're never questioning. Yeah, but 
you also lost to this dude a bunch. Yeah, I I think and you know what? Well, it'll be more So go in your head. Are you picking David? Yeah. Really? If, he won the okay, Olympics. But into this, if David Taylor could have made the team at 74 mm-hmm. when he weighed 74 kilos, does he ever go up? Does he ever build his uh, body up to 86 kilos? Pro- I think he Seems probably like he outgrows probably it, especially with the with day of weigh-ins. I think he definitely outgrows it. Think think about when he... Maybe, maybe he might have been there for a couple more years. He probably would have tried to stay there through 16. If he was the guy, yeah. he's there. He probably would have tried to stay there. I agree with that. Yeah. I think... I mean, you look at look at David in 2014. Just like just look at pictures of him wrestling for Penn State. Yeah, he's a baby. Just like the face and everything, you, yeah. you could tell. So he matured so much after graduating. Yeah, um, that yeah, I think he would have probably had to go up. But I think you're exactly right. If he made the team at 15 somehow, he would have stuck it out through 16. Um, so yeah, I I think it is. I think it's Taylor. I know a lot of people think Dake. Um, it's obviously close, and it's so. What do you think Dake would say? Being truth serum, Kyle Dake. Truth serum, Dake. Ooh, Who knows? He would probably like <laughs> twist the question and like break my like. Yeah, but you inject him with truth serum. There's there is. And a, I know. Gun to your head, yes no. and he's got to choose one. I bet he would choose his own. I think he would choose. His yeah, own. yeah. Um, it is a great trump card to just be like, yeah, but what's our record against each other yeah and for and winning four is is an amazing but here's the thing like when we should we factor it seems like we're giving equal weight to college as international when college is age group sure but for a champion nation, of students <laughs> but you got to think of what they th- what they think about it as kids growing up it is this very prestigious thing and he's They're not kids what, now I understand, but it, it, sometimes things always retain that value. Um, he's that he's one of four people to ever, ever win four titles. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, so you could say it's age level or it's national, but the other people didn't do it. They, yeah. all, they all had the same opportunity, and he did it, and they didn't. So you can say whatever you want about it, but he did it, and they didn't. They had the same opportunity. He did, like, the ballsiest thing ever when he went up yeah, for his fourth. That's, that's the craziest – like I still think about that. Yeah, I think about he that all easily the time. Stayed at fifty-seven. I was like, he really went up when he had three titles to take on the Hodge Trophy winner, and, and then he beat him three times. That is still that's crazy. I mean, it's just so insane to to do that and to like have that level of belief and just yeah, go out and do it. And could have been the ultimate backfire. Yeah, Locking yourself into Dake. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Or are you? No, because he didn't win the Olympics, and maybe it shouldn't be so simple as yeah. to that. But if he had won titles at 74, I mean, it's and it's not even about the weight; it's about who was in the weight. Yeah. And the 79 weight, um, you know. But now he, we'll see. He's going to win the worlds now. Kyle Dick. Uh, going to win the worlds. David Taylor's going to win the worlds again. So they're going to they're going to stay kind of even. Yes. However, you view them, they're not going to pull further apart um, from each other. Oh, it's certainly it's certainly close. I think just after I mean he not just winning the Olympics, how he won the Olympics, who he beat at the Olympics. He didn't no, he didn't run some insane gauntlet or whatever. But that, you can't control that at an Olympic weight, really. Yeah. Um, and he still did have to be an Olympic champion. Yes. Uh, who he had 
wrestled twice before. It gets harder and harder, obviously, to beat someone that's really, really good that many times in a row, I think. So, I mean, uh, he is loved vastly in Iran. David? No, Yazdani. Oh, yeah. Like, he's their champion, like. Yeah, he's got to be the best athlete in the entire nation, right? Yeah, I, would assume I don't so. know anything about other Iranian sports. What are the other Iranian sports? Basketball? Just kidding. Um, Number one sport. Very – it's a fun conversation. Wrestling, horse racing, and ritualistic bodybuilding are the traditional sports. Ritualistic bodybuilding? What, what makes it ritualistic, J.D.? I, I don't know. I was also – I was doing the same uh, – you do you do ritualistic bodybuilding? No, no, I was, I and Wikipedia says soccer. It says soccer. Freestyle Fo- wrestling Fo- is football is cringing. the most important sport. Is the most uh, popular sport. Football. Yeah, it says freestyle wrestling has freestyle traditionally wrestling. been regarded as Iran's national sport. However, football is the biggest now. Ben, seeing you in person, you are looking pretty lean. Mm. I can t- I can tell you. I had a nice steak dinner last night though. Ooh. So. And yeah, I, allegedly I'm getting breakfast tacos at some point, so maybe let I won't me be. let's check my Uber Eats. Out. I had Uh-oh. to reinstall Uber Eats. Um, three, Please, Louise. We had a notification three minutes ago. Let's what are the good questions do we have? Because David has your order. You'll get an alert when it's at your door. So now we need we need David Bray to get it from uh, from David, our delivery I, person. Um, six six minutes away. I don't have the doc, so I uh, I, I can't tell you what the next question is that we're gonna answer. No. Uh, we're going to keep you on your toes throughout. Hey, did you want to play? Uh, do we do we have some uh, submitted questions, JD? You want to? Oh, TL? those are fun. I oh, wish yeah, we, we got some uh, voicemails. Keith Gothard. Yeah, Keith. Keith's, uh, he's a big fan. He's been he messages. He, he is the self-proclaimed number one FRL fan. <laughs> we should power rank them. Power rank them. The number one haters probably Sion. I do. We want to play these? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Keith Gothard hey, from guys, Illinois. Keith Gothard from Illinois. In regards to my last call about Spencer Lee losing a match this year, uh, I've had a few minutes to think about that, and I'm <laughs> going to call the classic call. FRL Christian Piles pivot. Yeah, what, what's what? Well, he, he said he called, then he called back. Wait, is it a double call? Double call. He, he gave the old double call. We should play both calls, right? He, well, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, in there. He uh, he called in saying Spencer Lee is not or is going to lose this year. Hey, guys. Keith Gothard from Illinois, number one FRL fan. Whoa. I don't really have a question. I'm just walking my daughters around the neighborhood thinking about wrestling. <laughs> and uh, I have a prediction. Spencer Lee is going to lose a match this year. Stop. That's my prediction. Okay. I mean, he's probably still going to win the national championship, but he's going to lose a match. <laughs> mark it in the books. Mark it in the books. Wait, so then he calls back. Yeah, mark it in the books for do, about 10 minutes. He wants to do a typical Christian Piles pivot. Don't call this it. This is typical. That is not typical. Hey, JD, What's the last pivot I did? The Christian Piles pivot. You just pivoted. You picked Kyle Day's career. No, I did not. You did. You pivoted. <laughs> you lied. That's a classic Ben Askren line. Hey guys, Keith Gothard from <laughs> Illinois. In regards to my last call about Spencer Lee losing match this year, uh, I've had a few minutes to think about that, and I'm going to call the classic FRL Christian Piles pivot from that position, and I'm going to say um, oh, no, dude. Spencer Lee fan. is definitely not going to lose a match. 
now that I thought about it. Listen. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. My man just called. Why are we playing our call? My man called and said, he didn't even ask a damn question. He just said, Spencer Lee's going to lose. And he called back and said, nah, Spencer Lee ain't going to lose. <laughs> what? You know what? Keith Gothard, you are not the number one fan if you're saying change your mind's a Christian Piles pivot, a classic. No, that classic. makes you the number one fan. That's yeah. nonsense. He's our number one fan. <laughs> you know what? i got to start screening these. i got to start screening these calls. JD's just going to put Where's Johnny the- from Roanoke? <laughs> Probably in Roanoke. Probably not. He wishes he lived. Probably in jail. Yeah, he's incarcerated. He's at the New River, New River Correctional Facility. Um, oh, man, JD, did you screen that? Okay, so well, why don't we talk about what he's actually talking about? Not not being the number one fan. We know that's not the case. Okay. Spencer Lee losing a match this year. Is Vito Wrestling 125? Um, There's a good chance. He should. Because if he doesn't, well, then I don't see there being the any chance. They're, they're going to evaluate with Greg. If they think Greg's ready to go and, and make, make a splash and do big things, they'll go with him at 25. He's yeah. at 25 for sure. Uh, but if he's not... Ready to be splashy? I think maybe Vito goes down. So I think it's. I would say it's not yet determined. Maybe they know. I think at the Olympics, I don't think it was known. So mm. don't know. So is all right. There's Vito. Of, here's here's the people. Okay, there's very okay, few okay. people that can actually be. So give okay percentage rank these. So Vito, mm-hmm. I'm giving him a very small chance, but still possible. I want to say everyone else is kind of zero. Yeah. So I would say there's. Vito is a name to say. There's Patrick Glory. He's going to be the next, but isn't it zero? Zero? Oh, like 0.1? 0.1%. I mean, I mean, would you have ever picked Nick Piccanini to win? Well, that year, I mean, yes, there was. Didn't he? He lost before that to Seabass. Okay, well. Right? right. That year. Pretty sure he, hadn't, he also, like, majored pick before that. Yeah. It pinned him, maybe. Yeah, he had pinned him, beat him by decision. He had pinned him and beat him by decision. Yeah, I said, I say, Spencer Lee does not lose. Okay, I mean that's the safe and also that's like obviously the where you put. Your okay, money. so who else do you give a percent? A, uh, um, any any level of a shot to? Yeah, and so, a percentage greater than one. How about that? Glory, I give a percentage greater than one. No, you don't. It w- no, you don't. <laughs> I g- you don't. I do with the okay, not, fully, health, not I, a fully healthy listen. Spencer. We can do this right now. We can do it. If you give him a percentage greater than one, we'll say 2%. I will give you 5,000 uh, 5, to 1 odds on him, plus 5,000. You want to make the bet? How much? How much are we betting? So you're going to pay me money. I will pay you 50x if he loses. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll put 10 bucks on that. I'll put give a dollar. Me my $10. A dollar. A dollar? You chicken! You only bought no, no, ten dollars. The no, Christian Paul spirit. You know what happened? When I said ten, Ben started to do multiplication and get a little nervous. It was the I price of the price of Bitcoin. Five hundred. It was only five hundred. The price of Bitcoin. That's not. Yeah, fifty times ten. Okay. Fifty x. Yeah. So I yeah you but the price of Bitcoin. By the time you lose, who knows what it's going to be. It's on the way down. <laughs> so I I saw you got nervous. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this to my friend. I don't really want that, <laughs> mu- that much. Run. Never asked been asking for money. And now <laughs> I did the math. Oh, that's fine. Okay. All right. For 10. 10 Let's all, do it. All, 10 day, all day. Spencer also, Lee. You so my guy. He doesn't, he doesn't believe I in you. No, I believe. Now you got to get Suryana to come back. Uh, do everything in your power wait. and get him to go 125. Yeah, what if, what if Suryana comes back? 
We just made a bet on Patrick Glory. Oh, that is true. It's only Patrick Glory? Yeah, that's all you get. You get Patrick Glory. The outside. The outside. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to Give me my $10 right now. No. I'll never see you again. Just pay off. I'm paying you in tacos in five minutes. (laughs) Oh, good deal. Um, Yeah, no. Well, here's. Okay. The case for Spencer losing is one thing. He's gutting it out this year for the team. But to counter my own counter, the only point I think you can make. I don't think we will see Spencer if he's not 100. So because he did an interview yesterday that I didn't get to watch, but a couple people tweeted me and said it was good. Okay. Oh, he was on Bustin' with the Boys. What, what is that? I didn't listen to it, but I did see someone say he said he would consider MMA, which was... That I is, saw that too. That that's was shocking shock to me. Yes. Because Spencer is not a guy that... Um, the MMA thing is like... Part like the training and the fighting, all that, but the playing the game of the talking yeah. and the trash talk and the tension, I don't think that's. I mean, I think it Spencer. is becoming a little more mainstreamed. Where like if you did it 10, 15 years ago, you were kind of like out there mm-hmm. a little bit, and now it's kind of this more accepted thing within society. But yes, I mean, like a, a super uber traditional program like Iowa, they have not had a lot of guys go fight. If I mean, have they had anyone at a high level? No, nobody, right? Zero. Not so, yeah, I mean, because it kind of it kind of has been looked down upon. I would be shocked. He was probably just talking out of his butt. I mean, if he decided to fight, he would be obviously good at it, very good at it, but I don't see that happening. Who's the current um, – who's the champ that just won um, – the the, uh, the Mexican-American or maybe Brandon, Mexican. Brandon Moreno. Yeah. Brandon Moreno. Moreno. He's, like, more low-key. He's not like a – Yes, he's super, he's like, really cool. wholesome. Really good wholesome, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a beast too. So maybe you don't have to be like a yeah. You don't have to be. I mean, you're not gonna make as much money, but it's fine. They're still making good money, way more than wrestling. Yeah, I I am surprised. To, yeah, Brandon Moreno, um, flyweight champion. Yeah, he's good. There's lightweight, featherweight, bantamweight, fly. There's so there's, many. There's nine weight classes. So many. I think that's about appropriate. So when I think about like we talk about freestyle wrestling weights a lot because the Olympic one is six. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere. Not, I think nine is like I. I really actually like the the fighting weight. So you got one twenty five, thirty five, forty five, fifty five, seventy. So that's where I could see sixty five instead of seventy. Yeah, eighty five. But those are still only fifteen pound gaps. Whereas seventy four to eighty six is a twenty three pound gap, right? Much mm-hmm. larger. So I could still see a sixty five. I could go sixty five, seventy five, and then like a ninety or ninety five. And then like a two fifteen ish one, and then a heavyweight it would be nine weight classes. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, um, I wish they would just use the numbers, <laughs> like flyweight. Yeah, uh, how much is that? What yeah, I don't know. Five? I don't know why fighting is in obviously, obviously boxing. Like, boxing is even more confusing because they have boxing is like every four pounds. I mean, yeah. when lightweight is like the fourth heaviest one, or like, yeah, it's, he- it's heavier than three other weight classes. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you remember when UFC started, lightweight was the lowest one. So and remember, lightweight doesn't have the same like boxing welterweight is only one forty seven or something, whereas MMA welterweight's one seventy. So uh, when when UFC chose the lightweight, I mean, if you go all the way back, UFC was only one weight class, but they didn't add one forty five and under until they bought the WEC, which was like two thousand nine or mm. ten or somewhere somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm gonna so, see Spencer Lee fight. Heck yeah. Um, you gotta figure he'd be Gavin Teasdale's fighting too as well. Yeah, I saw that. Wait for real? Yeah, making his MMA debut in like a month, I think. Bo Nickel this Friday. 
Dude, someone sent me the was gonna be good. the card. Really good. <laughs> yeah. If he's not like challenging for a title in a major organization, I will be I'll be surprised. Yeah. Give it three years. Three years? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Listen to this card down. I'm gonna send Tyler the graphic. The name is in this card. Supreme Patty is fighting. Oh, John that's a YouTuber Gabana. thing. These are YouTubers? Yeah, Supreme Patty's a YouTuber. Skinny from the nine is fighting Terry Business. <laughs> Terry Business. And then Bo Nichols fighting David Conley. Do you think they owe uh, Owen P. Terry? Which, David Conley got 43% of the vote <laughs> of who, who's going to win. How many fights has he had? I, I have no What's idea. What's his name? They don't put a record. They put a record for everybody who is 0-0 zero and zero except David Conley, who they did not list a record for in this graphic. Let's see. Um, he's 1-0, and oh, so he's undefeated. There's also David Conley that did a mass shooting inside uh, Houston. Okay, I don't think it's that one. Um... Yeah, I don't he's 31-year-old, so. and he's had one fight. His career earnings are $0. This is not the best decision you ever made, Dave Conley. You no. might regret this one. Maybe he, but he could, he, maybe he'll get some career earnings now. That will be an advantage. Hey, like we were talking about Spencer bucks. Lee, and now we're talking about Terry Business and David Conley somehow. I love it. Shout out uh, Bo Nickel. Hope you win and are good at MMA. Um, but I think the only case, there's the card, the co-main of Terry Business and Skinny from the Nine, which I think is a uh, Breaking Bad character, but also... Who is Terry Business? Look at him. Terry Business. See, they're, I, they're, trying to, they're trying to build him up into uh, this like nerdy, yeah. skinny little guy, right? Yeah, he, right? I think he... I gotta look this up. I think he sold me life insurance. But he's got more votes. He th- they think he's gonna win. Yeah. Wait, uh, but this... Well, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. Look! Look at okay. Look very closely here. Bo Nickel has sixty-seven percent of the vote. David Conley has forty-three. These son of guns can't even do math. <laughs> no math it's... on this website. I don't think That's it's math. Sixty-seven and forty-three. I see it right Dang. there. I think. They just don't know who Bo Nickel is. <laughs> no, but JD. That means, that means that's one. That's one hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, no, that's it's 57. 57. It sure looked like 67 from here. Wow. Doesn't yeah. it? From here? Too close to call. It's like Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, I gotta look up Terry Business. This All is right. classic. Terry Business. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> who, who wins, Terry Brands or Terry Business? Well, if he's got 57% of the vote, Terry Brands is gonna, he's gonna have a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> I think Terry Brands would tear Terry Business up, personally. <laughs> Terry Business. Let's see who this guy is. We're just is. not going to talk about Spencer Lee. It's just not. There's a Terry Business College of Business in Georgia. You want to go there? Let's go. Let's Sounds enroll. legit. Who is Terry Business? He's a viral meme star. He got heavily involved in the world of business at an early age. Has always had the mindset of an entrepreneur. Terry now owns multiple businesses, including a CBD manufacturing firm. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't know that. So he he, he, he uh, chiefs those big <laughs> CBD clouds. <laughs> big Big vape guy. All right. So, what what is the percentage chance of that Spencer Lee takes a loss this year? Okay, so if you, if you tell me if you tell me Nick Siriano and Vito are not in the weight class, I'm giving like 0.4 percent, maybe 0.3, mm-hmm. uh, very a uh, number smaller than one. I won't count injury defaults as losses. Yeah, those are, yeah. So if you get if you tell me Nick Siriano and Vito are in the weight class, then you're going to raise that number quite a bit. Well, no crap, then. Um. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it's going to be a significant, it's not going to be 1%. Like, yeah. if you give me next round of veto, I'm going to say it's 20 to 30%. He's going to lose. Whoa. He's got to be both them dudes? Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. you really go one way than the other. I think this Especially is a, if it's at, if it's at, 
if if Nick goes to Penn State, they're dueling Penn State. He's gonna have Penn. He's gonna have him at, at the Big Tens, and then I'll have to wrestle one or two of them at NCAs. And the duel. Yeah. So potentially three meetings. Yeah. yeah um, I, I don't know if you know this. Nick Cerno's good. I actually believe you might have picked him last week to win the World Team Trials. Nailed it. Um, I, yeah, I just, I don't. I think I picked him too. I think we all maybe did. Maybe JD. So we kind of think he's good. I, I think he's really good. I mean, I think 25 is probably his best weight, really. Um, as tough as a cut that might be, I think. I think that's what that's what I learned is freestyle. He looked he certainly looked better at uh, DeGlane at fifty seven than he did at World yes. Team Trials at sixty one. Yes, um, but then the, it's it's a classic. Do you attribute that to guys? Just sometimes don't look as good at tournaments, and it has nothing to do with the weight class. So I don't want to like yeah. slide all the yeah. It's just I'm not saying it's well. I mean, he really, really and, and uh, the argument you're making there is like and. We, I guess we kind of saw it was like, is NATO better at 61 than 57? Because That's, NATO looked really good. He beat up on Joe Colon, mm-hmm. obviously. And then, and then I guess then you would also have to make the argument, and we'd have to have more trials here or more, you know, more matches. Is Dayton that much better at 61? Because we should have thought, holy crap, Dayton at 61, he looks freaking crazy good. Yes. He so supreme. If Dayton is way better, then that means NATO is better because NATO right, had a better tournament. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, Nick would, is he better at 61 or is he better at 57 just because the 61 partners are better at 61? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I, all the factors weighed in because there's Two two big things we don't know, Vito and, and Nick. Why does why do we not know ever we never know anything about Nick? We even did a film on him. We did a film about it. I mean, it Send someone to his house. Where does he live? New Jersey somewhere? I think he lives in Arizona. In right a van down by the river. Matt Foley. Uh okay. Let's go to some more questions. Will the thrill <laughs> band will Ben eat so many tacos that he'll have to stay in Austin after his seat breaks on the plane? Uh, that man, they they got those seatbelt extenders on the plane. Yeah. You kind of feel guilty when those come out, but uh, I mean, worst case, I get a seatbelt extender. You just get an extender. <laughs> the amount of tacos you'd have to eat to max out the plane. Yes. You know what's always a weird thing on planes when they're like, "Yeah, we need to, we need some people to move from the front row to the back row or whatever." It's like, it's like, man, it's that, it's the, it's the, that final line. Like, yes. if we all just got in the back, it's like, what we're gonna. Yeah, that that's well, I think one thing that freaks me out. Fuel usage and other things, you know. Yeah. So, do, do we have any? Do any pilots listen to this? So, my, hope... well, my uh, my buddy John Kim came down. He's my he's my funky crypto podcast goes, and oh yeah, his girlfriend that's with him is actually a private jet pilot. Well, so I can ask her. I can grill her on this topic see, if you want. On to. those, it makes sense. They're much smaller, much smaller in general, but not but, a. Yeah. When I'm on a Delta, whatever, and it's like, yeah, we need two people to move from here to here. So I haven't like, actually seen that on a big one. I've seen it on a small one for sure. And then I've seen them also say, like, one time, we, like, it was a couple weeks ago, they, it was a flight delayed, and they said they had to move. So since they had to take some luggage off, they had to move the luggage around to balance the weight yes. or whatever. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm not talking like a giant plane, but, you know, a, a three and three plane. Yeah, you that's, know? that's big. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's happened on those. All right, any pilots listening? Hopefully you're not listening while flying the plane. I need you to well, focus. Be, if it was a podcast, it'd be great. I don't think so. I think they need to just... Oh, oh okay, this, yeah, yeah. It's mostly autopilot. They only got to land and take off. I'm just going to go ahead and prefer that you don't. <laughs> we're so we're so hilarious and entertaining. They, they could completely lose track of what's happening in their lives. 
Um, okay, Jordan Hildreth. We'll just keep this. Uh, this is just taco questions. Uh, only taco questions. Yes, that's it. Carne uh, guisada. Jason, JD didn't know about that one. And we got. I ordered some. Oh yeah. yeah. Where's Mark Bader at when we need him too? Going to Austin next weekend. What's a must-hit taco spot? Oh god. Tacos Guerrero. On the intersection of Cesar Chavez and Pleasant Valley. Man, right there. You know what's Orange so- Taco Shed, one lady doing doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, Austin is just so unique compared to, especially if we talk about the Midwest. It's like you go down a couple blocks and you're seeing stuff you never even see in the Midwest. I mean, on the way here, on my scooter ride over three miles, I think I saw like 15 different food truck parks. They're everywhere. There's so much good food here. Like there's so much, there's enough good food in like a couple square blocks in Austin than like hundreds of square miles of where I live. Yeah. This is not like a, this is a place if you're looking for a super authentic Austin food truck type of situation, Tacos Guerrero, That's look it up. It it's not, it's not a bunch of, you know, Hipster looking people lining up for this is like a sometimes hipsters cook good food though. Yeah, this is a real this is the real deal. You're gonna you will love it. Okay. Gun to your head, JD. What's your favorite food truck in Austin? He's never been to food Taco truck. Any food truck of any type. <sighs> Just truck. Um I might go El Primo. Mm. They're my favorite breakfast tacos. Really? Where's that? Uh South First Street. South One. Primo. I'll okay. check that out. All right. It's pretty good. Bader will tell you that it's like his favorite. Someone pointed out a piece of so. the place to me last time. It's not a food truck, it. It, but they served by the slice. I can't remember what it was. It was maybe on South Congress. Oh, I Home Slice. What? Home Slice. That's, that was so good. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, pretty good. good. If you want, like, not authentic tacos, but still very good tacos, go to Velvet Taco downtown. They do some, like, funky ones, too. The brisket tacos really good. Yeah, there's a lot. You can't go wrong in Austin. Um, so enjoy your trip. One more question. Our tacos are here, Ben. Yes. Um, can you bring King G to Austin for a documentary on Russia? Well, we've done some documentaries on Russia. Okay, we would. We didn't need to be sure. So listen, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want this to be insulting to King G. Okay, but we need to make sure he's got the real connection, so he knows oh, yeah. really, really like he's within their training program. Because it'd be like picking out someone from uh, Iowa and assuming they know what's going on in the Penn State training room. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't. I don't think he's, uh, yeah, we're, I'm not saying he's, like, on the inside or whatever. He, we're not going to do Because he lives in Moscow. I want someone who's down in the caucus region. You know they just had camp in Moscow. Uh, but they don't, that's I not, I, know, I want them I down know. in, I want them down That's in, like Colorado Springs. Yeah, they have the correct, camp there. Yes, right? there. They don't want to train in there. Yeah, I want, that, I want the guy who's got the, the secret camera in the Penn State room, which I've thought about installing. Uh, I'm, you know, if I could pay someone. You think that. they don't do a sweep for that every day? There's no way Kale does. He's he's not. He's no uh, X cap. He's doing <laughs> billions. Just think if Bono didn't hate Wisconsin, where he's now at. Yep. You could have. I could have known all of Kale's secrets. Do you think? It. Do you think he knew his secrets then? Uh, no, absolutely not. Okay. That was 2001. Now nah, he's probably like just starting to to start thinking in that direction. The number one secret to Kale's success is just. Getting the best recruits that are actually going to pan out. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I do too. I disagree. I don't think that's the number one. I think I do. That's the number one factor to like his success. Well, I so I, I think we don't know because he's so secretive. But the I mean the argument that I make, and I don't know if Christian will make the same argument or what he's going to say, is that he is he is essentially if we made a top twenty college wrestlers of all time, he's put five guys in that category. Yeah, and. 
in a really, really short window. I mean, we're talking about an eight, ten, eight, ten eight to ten year window. Um, and he's just elevated him to such a level that we very rarely see where there's been multiple years where the second best guy on his team probably would have won a Hodge Trophy if the first best guy on his team didn't exist. Yes. So that's kind that's, of what I was That's saying. the case for it's not just the recruits. It's yeah. not that's just the recruits. That's a huge part, though. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. But it's also about getting the right guys. Like that's yeah. what that's what I'm Ed saying. Ruth wasn't the bluest of blue chips, but there were. I mean, David was, but Ed wasn't, and he saw something there. Nolf was. I want to say he was like eight, eight or nine pound for pound, which those guys don't always pan out. Absolutely. That's why I say yeah. get the best guys that pan out. Yeah. Well, Obviously, he makes them pan out. I know. I know. I mean, yeah. You there get- is something he sees because Pat Pop does this at NC State too. Pat Pop has got an eye. I don't know exactly. You know. Here, here's the thing: is like every recruit is going to lie to you about that they're so great and they work so hard they and whatever, it. and they love it. Yeah, they all know what to say, but somehow you have to suss that out mm-hmm. when you're discussing it with them. And I don't know exactly how they do that. Yeah, there's there's some selection. I mean, I think they do. Their I mean, homework. if you're a wrestling club like me, it's easy to see, but you can't see it in day one, mm-hmm. right? You can't see it in day two. It's like, okay, this one kid's been talking about it. But we've been here three months. He only shows up every third practice. Obviously, he doesn't really want to be that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, be that, be that good, that bad. Yeah. yeah. I knew what you meant, buddy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, regarding uh, Russia, we have an um, Inside Russia documentary we did some years ago. Mm-hmm. You should check that out. We did one on the Uregan. You should check that out. So we've got some. Kirby. We have a Kirby we did one. one about Kirban Aliyev, uh, the man of the mountains. And with that, we will go. We will call it a week. It's Thursday. Ben's here. We got Worlds coming up in only a week and a half. Yeah. Next Tuesday. I will be here for next Tuesday's show. Oh, are you? Because you're going to Worlds. I'm going to do it. Ooh, nice. And then I'm going that day. Dude, I'm not eating tacos, dude. Huh? I'm eating so many tacos. Uh, Norway has the best tacos. That's the thing you I actually have always wanted to go to Norway. Oslo seems like a tremendous place. Let's go, bro. Not too late. Too late. Definitely not. All right, book my flight. All right. (laughs) If you email it to me, I'll show up. Okay, cool. Well, like, wait, like, where are you going? She never knows I'm going anywhere. I told her four times this morning. Listen, Christian, I've been doing this show for two years now. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning. Same time. This morning, she says, where are you going? I'm like, I'm, Amy, I told you four times I'm going to Flow to do the show that I do every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning. She's like, oh, you're not doing the Lex podcast? And I'm like, oh, for God's sake, that's this afternoon. I'm just, Amy just doesn't like FRL. I think that's what it comes down to. That's what hurts the most. She Amy. just wonders why I go to the basement every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning. <laughs> I don't know. No idea. All right. Thanks so much. We're going to go eat some tacos. Thanks to Sion. Go Iowa. Good job, guys. Great job, Iowa. Great news. See you later. Goodbye.